0: Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to P.S. Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the Hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash radio. That's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash
1: R-A-D-I-O. It was good. Anyone that saw the ESPN one, it was, uh, I obviously had a little nerves early on in that one, and um, not that it was a first time experience, uh, doing interviews or being on TV, but the gravity of the moment, uh, was definitely a first time experience, uh, speaking on behalf of black players in our league. Yeah. So if you guys got any more questions
0: for Earl, we've got eight more minutes before, uh, where we're, the show is done and we're, we're done with that. Uh, no context, Dylan said the lads. Oh, uh. I'll need to connect you with um with no context, Dylan. He he's gonna be helping us do the perfect soccer gamer account. So he's oh, nice. he's uh, yeah. So he's help, gonna help us on the TikTok side and then start doing with uh the daily streams because nice. he, he's killing it on the FIFA side. I think we got him uh, PlayStation. So we got to get you a PlayStation as well too. Yeah, I still gotta get one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: yeah. Uh, okay,
0: so. No, I love that. And then I, I always end up being selfish because I'm just asking you questions for myself. But I'm thinking about like where everybody's at. And hmm, let's, let me think. Okay. Well, so first, more or more importantly, Congratulations, you made it onto CNN,
2: bro. I know you were supposed to be playing today. Your game was moved to Sunday because the team you were playing delayed their arrival to Orlando because of COVID. Just how are you handling all the challenges, all the, uh, the uncertainty?
1: Yeah, there is a lot of uncertainty and I think that just comes with the territory of a global pandemic. Um, but as a team, we've discussed, uh, there's gonna be hiccups in the road and uh, be able to roll with the punches and when time comes to play, we'll be ready.
2: I I appreciate the confidence. This is one one uh, mighty hiccup. I mean, how how is the league doing on this? Do you feel safe?
1: Yeah, it's pretty unprecedented time. So I think the league's doing their best to put in protocols and protect our 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 health. And for me, there's always a little bit of fear involved. Like I said, being a a global pandemic, things are difficult, but um, I do feel safe and I'm prepared to play.
2: Right on, and um, I want to ask you about the, the fight for social justice. And as I do, I see I see part of your shirt. It says black. What does it say? Your T-shirt it says Black
1: Crowd. I'll sit up a little bit. You can right see on. It okay,
2: I'll... thank you. I got it. I see it. And um, here you are. You know, you're on the front lines as a, as a founding member of Black Players for Change. You and the players made quite a statement before the opening game of this MLS tournament. Just talk to me about that. Why did you do it, and what is the message you want to send?
1: Yeah, so I think it was important for us uh, to use our vehicle through soccer, to use our platform uh, to make a statement in, in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and the point of it for us was, was to continue the fight for social justice and uh, racial equality um, and to be able to use our platform in the manner we did um, with, to organize over 170 uh, Black players in a short period of time, along with organizing uh, our group as a whole and, and uh, creating our organization. Uh, It was cool to see that come to fruition.
2: We saw the coach of Montreal, Thierry Henry, a soccer legend from France, here he is taking a knee for eight minutes, 46 seconds at the start of his game yesterday. What did you think of that?
1: Uh, that was really powerful for me so obviously he's from France and um, he has had experiences here in America since he came over as a player and now as a coach um, and he's gotten to share some of those things with our organization as well and I think he's been exposed to the black experience in America and for him to understand what it is that we go through and, and to participate in, the, in some type of protest and acknowledgement I think is a very uh, powerful uh, statement from someone with such a, a global reach. Uh, we're, just, yeah. we're just talking about like,
0: yeah, soccer training and all this, but i like, I think, I think everyone will be mad at me if I'm not asking you like, what was it like to be on CNN? How was that? Uh, how was that process? What was that experience like? In, um what, what are you excited about here moving forward with the Black Players for Change organization?
1: Yeah, um, I would say first you're shorting me because I was on ESPN too. Uh, <laughs> Yo, facts. facts. (laughs) Um, And yeah, and being on both was a really interesting experience because I got to watch both of them back, and then I understand the audience like you watch it on TV. Um, And it's the behind the scenes is very different, uh, I think, in general, but especially during like COVID. So uh, for ESPN, we were always like in a media hub where uh, we were social distanced, and uh, so what you see on TV on um, the ESPN was uh, was four uh, squares, and it was uh, Justin Morrow in one, Ray Gaddis in another. Uh, L Duncan, uh, the person interviewing us and then myself and another one. Uh, and it looks like we're probably all, I don't know, somewhat near each other or whatever, but instead we're like completely in different buildings. I just have bright lights and a camera and I can't see anybody else. And I have an earpiece in where I can just hear, um, I can't see myself. I have no idea what I look like, like anything. So, uh, there's no like real time feedback of like what's going on on the screen. Uh, so that's just a little insight into the background, but, um, It was good. Anyone that saw the ESPN one, it was uh, I obviously had a little nerves early on in that one. And um, not that it was a first time experience uh, doing interviews or being on TV, but the gravity of the moment uh, was definitely a first time experience uh, speaking on behalf of black players in our league and on behalf of Black Players for Change, our organization. I understood the gravity of it. Um, and while there were nerves early on uh, processing that, I, I was able to, I was also caught off guard by one thing or another, but I uh, was able to reset, was able to debab, and uh, kind of get back into uh, the moment and process things uh, on, a, on a faster level and was able to respond to questions uh, more fluidly than I did the initial one. Uh, but yeah, it was a good experience and I was happy I was able to speak on our behalf and and share a little insight as to what we're doing, uh, why I'm involved specifically, and uh, what our goals are here moving forward. And then CNN was another interesting one where I'm doing a Zoom call on my laptop in my room. And same thing, I can't see anything except for myself actually on my screen um similar thing I'm thinking like my head can be fully seen but they can't see my shirt I'm like it was it was an interesting uh dynamic just not understanding like where the camera stands uh yeah so there was the behind the scenes is interesting I guess in my opinion but uh it was good again another opportunity to speak on behalf of our organization and what we're trying to do as black people in this league to uh, fight systemic racism uh in the MLS and uh in the country as a whole
0: Let's <laughs> go.